Well, good morning everyone and welcome to Essex Church, home of this gathered community known as Kensington Unitarians. Those of you um, who knew that Janine was meant to be leading the service this morning might be a little surprised to see me here. I am a very, very last minute substitute. She called in sick this morning and so we have pulled the emergency service out of the cupboard and lots of readers within the congregation have come to the rescue. So thank you very much to everyone who's helping to lead the service today. My name's Jane Blackhall, if you don't know me, and I'm the outreach officer at this congregation, which means I do a little bit of this and that and support the minister in various ways. Our opening words this morning are by Carolyn Owen Toll. Come into this house of worship. Come in bringing all that you are. Rest and quiet your weak-worn spirit, for you are here to touch again eternal springs of hope and renewal. Calm your hurried pace. For this hour, set aside your cares, your fretfulness. Let your worries be set aside. Know that you are not alone. There is strength and care and support for you here. You will find comfort if you but ask. Look around. You are part of a potential community. You can make it what you will. Enter into this house of worship. And please do come in, make yourself at home. Um, I'm going to ask Tristan to come up and light our chalice, the symbol of our worldwide Unitarian and Unitarian Universalist community. We light this chalice for all who are here and all who are not for all those who have ever walked through our doors, for those who may yet find this spiritual home, and for those we can't even yet imagine. For each of us and for all, may this flame burn warm and bright. I invite you to join me now in the spirit of prayer. Universal Spirit of Life, God of all love, source of all in whom we live and move and have our being. We come together in prayer even though some of us struggle with what that means. We come together to stand before that which is greater than us, although we may struggle to say what that is. And so on this day we pray for those things we struggle with for the conflicts we feel within ourselves and between ourselves and those we love. We pray for guidance, compassion and the opening of a path. We pray for those things which give us joy and hope, for those things that we trust in, believe in, would sacrifice for. These are gifts of grace, and perhaps we need not define them in order to savour them, rejoice in them, be thankful for them. What we do know is that we gather this morning with all kinds of needs. Some face physical problems and are in need of healing. Others need healing of a different kind, emotional and spiritual. 
Some are facing family problems. Some are weary with the struggles of life. Some seek assurance that this will someday pass. Others face the challenge of making difficult decisions for themselves and their nearest and dearest. For each of us, we speak the deepest prayers of our hearts in different ways, knowing that what it means to be answered will look and feel different for each of us. May we somehow this morning be met at the point of our differences and also in the places that we are one, of the same breath of life that courses through all things. May we hold in our hearts gratitude for things that bless us with their presence, forgiveness for the ways that we have turned from those blessings and the willingness to open ourselves anew to this beautiful and hurting world. In the name of truth, compassion and justice, this we pray. Amen. Our first reading is a laying on of words by Angela Herrera. I know that you're massively busy, but I need a prayer right now. I'm going into emergency surgery, my friend texts. I picture her on the hospital bed, with her stomach in knots, casting prayer requests onto the 3G network. I see the pre-op unit in my mind, rows of beds and blue curtains bent around corners, staff checking vital signs, handing out tablets, putting in IVs, chaplains making nervous rounds, having been on call all night, having seen some of yesterday's pre-ops sipping juice, and having seen some dead. Exactly what use is a prayer? I text a blessing back. Love is all around you. I am holding you in my heart. And careening through cyberspace, it tumbles together with the blessings sent by her other friends at the exact same moment. All the world words weighty with friendship, with history and intimate knowing. The love hearts God protects safe prayers healings. Picture them pouring into her hospital room, sparkling through the air, landing all over her, a laying on of hands and words. See her brow unknit and peace sweep through her body. A prayer is love in motion. Good Company by Robert Walsh. I had a car accident on a sunny Sunday on the crowded expressway leading into the city. I was driving in the fast lane when something went wrong up ahead. My little car got sandwiched between a delivery van ahead of me and a big new pickup truck behind. I was fourth in a six-vehicle pileup. When everything came to rest, I sat alone in a daze. I became aware of a pain in my chest. 
I imagined internal injuries or a heart attack. Tears came to my eyes. I was afraid. Help came. First the police, then ambulance technicians who took me into an emergency room, then nurses and doctors. Word came that friends were on their way. Waves of relief washed over me as I surrendered myself into the care of competent helpers. Propped up in the emergency room bed, I was momentarily alone in my cubicle. The tears came again, this time tears of gratitude. I was still afraid. The pain in my chest was still there, and I did not know what my injuries or what my losses might be. But now everything was different, for I was no longer alone. And here's the best part. I was not alone even when I thought I was, out there in the crumpled car. What ultimately, ultimately keeps us company is a spirit that is present in caring people, a spirit of healing and wholeness and love. It's the spirit of creation, and it has many names. Caring people are the most wonderful and precious agents of that spirit, but I have come to believe that it's present even when caring people are not nearby. Even in solitude, we are in good company. We are connected to the independent web of all being and to the source of being beyond it. This connection is never far away. It's always accessible. Problem is, we forget. That's why I was so afraid. I had forgotten. The caring people reminded me. In times to come, may we remember and be grateful. When chaos breaks through the orderly background and sends life off in an unexpected and unwanted direction, may we remember and be grateful that we are not alone. And may each caring one of us be a reminder to others of our common gift of the good company of the Spirit. My daughter is not learning to swim at least not as fast as I would like her to learn. Les has been taking swimming lessons for the past two summers and all she can do is paddle a few feet across the pool. My daughter isn't afraid of water. She splashes and kicks with abandon, regularly pestering any available parent to swim with her in our backyard pool. You see, Liz doesn't want to learn to swim. She isn't ready to take her feet off the bottom of the shallow end and trust her body to the strength of her arms and legs. The problem for me is that I want Liz to be safe and independent in the pool. The problem for Liz is quite different. She doesn't want to swim, but she does want to follow her big brother and friends into the deep end and to have a full range of the entire pool. An inflatable ring or a kickboard is bulky and limits her ability to use her arms to play. There have been no easy answers for Liz. Until now. I stopped at a yard sale a couple of weeks ago and picked up a child's life jacket in good but used condition. Liz claimed it for her own immediately and when she enters the pool she tentatively splashes by herself for a few minutes and then pulls on the jacket and, and the joy streams across her face. 
She feels free and safe with the life jacket on, and I finally have relented to her request to wear it often. I want Liz to grow, to become independent and self-reliant. She isn't ready yet. For me, that life jacket represents her needs to hang on, if only for a few days or weeks, or even a summer, to her childhood. Many of us have life jackets, people, beliefs, prayers or habits that support us through the difficult moments of life. They remind us when we wear them that in the great swimming pool of life we need the buoyancy provided by a larger spirit, a larger purpose, a larger humanity. Sometimes, when addiction or destruction is the fabric of our life jackets, we really need to remove them. However, when our life jackets are woven of love, they can be true lifesavers. There was a time in my life when absolute self-reliance appeared the most honest, dependable route to take. Now, I trust to my husband's love. I trust myself to the trees outside my window and the air I breathe and the God-Spirit-Holiness interconnectedness of the universe. I trust that I'm not alone, even in my most desolate moments. I continue to encourage Liz to let go and swim, but only she will know the right time. When she does, I believe she will find that an even greater life jacket, the strength of the universe which runs through her veins, will not let her down. Liz will learn to trust and swim. So I pray, shall we all. Prayer for this church by Nancy Schaefer. May each one among us have skin that longs to touch other skin, fingertips that long for other fingertips, or whole hands and even arms, bodies that want to stand next to other bodies, not alone, while singing and bending, stirring soup. May ones whose skin doesn't cry out for other skin wish it did, and so teach it, so that no one stands alone and no one aches and does not say so. May our doors be so open it is drafty inside and people sometimes shout because noises without come also within. May those sheltered here sometimes cry all at once, letting tear water clear what words by themselves cannot. In silent times, may everyone present here, everyone else breathing. And no, this is not separate from how the world breathes all night. May we always have enough room for those many who want to come in. May those who cherish this church be so glad that they cannot stop speaking, stop asking, And may that crowding itself be a gladness as we keep adding rooms.
May we notice each one who is new and invite her or him to stay. May our list of names for the holy not ever be finished. And may we hear God chuckling with us as we find still more. Alone in the world, I was beset with frustration and anger at the world around me. So much injustice and hatred, so little peace and freedom. I longed to make a difference. I struggled against powers and institutions, but my actions seemed insignificant and my words were drowned out. Then I came into community, a religious community of hope and love. Here I found support and energy, vision and power, the authority of shared witness. And together we changed the world. Alone in the world, I was beset by sorrow and hurt in my life. So much loss and emptiness. So little hope and understanding. I wept for the pain in my heart. I ached from the hardships I bore. But my tears brought little relief and my burdens grew too heavy. Then I came into community, a religious community of hope and love. Here I found support and compassion, wisdom and grace, and the power of shared suffering. And together we made life Sweeter. Alone in the world, I was beset by confusion and emptiness in my soul. So much busyness and pettiness, so little depth or connection. I shriveled inside from want of real spiritual bonds, and my soul cried out for meaning. Then I came into community, a religious community of hope and love. Here I found support and encouragement, depth and diversity, and the power of sharing the journey. And together we saved my life. For all the varied reasons that have brought us out of loneliness and into community, we give thanks. For the blessings we each bestow on one another with our energy, compassion and prayer, we give thanks. 
for the blessings we become to others in need. We give thanks and remember that we are not alone. Go in peace. Hold in your heart the certainty that the spirit of life is with you always. When your heart is torn asunder or when you soar with sweet joy, you are never alone, never apart from the spirit that resides within each of us, that guides our lives and cherishes us always. Take comfort. Blessed be. Amen.